the fake spike. We were on episode 86. I'm disgusted to really take. I'm going to take a look. 86 fake spike podcast. We have an unhappy review, unhappy recap. Yes, 86. So, I mean, I listen, I know I throw same old jets around a lot. I do. And I I think people really mistake it for just being frustrated with losing, but that's not it. Right? Same old Jets, again, for the millionth time, is about setting the expectations and then taking the rug out. It's also about shooting them in the shooting themselves in the foot. And the Jets do that better than anybody. You know, I've been going back and forth with a lot of people today. And forget same old Jets. I mean, this is for me, this is the same old Jets performance. But even if it's not, here's two words that I am sick of also. Okay. At least. I am sick of at least, right? At least we're still competitive. At least we have seven wins. At least with this, at least that, at least, at least, at least, at least. Give me a freaking break, okay? At least doesn't do you any good. You know what at least is? You know the problem with Jet fans? My, my, I, I stopped this years ago, so I'm not one of them anymore, right? We are so conditioned to getting our asses kicked. We are so conditioned to being terrible that we accept mediocrity. We even strive for mediocrity. At least this. Well, well, we, if I told you at the beginning of the year, we'd have seven wins. Yes, I would have been happy with seven wins. I predicted seven wins. But when you have seven wins in the middle of November or late November, and then you, you, you know, you, you just keep giving games away. And today, today was another game they gave away. I'm not going to say that this was like the other games where they literally handed it to the other team, but they did everything they could. So as Jet fans, we need to aim higher. We deserve better. You deserve better. I deserve better. We deserve better than to, and listen, I am not saying the Jets owe us anything. They owe us shit. Okay. We're fans. They, they're the ones playing the games. They don't, you know, the brass is making the decisions. I'm saying we deserve better. We need to strive for more, right? You shouldn't settle for your girlfriend or your wife just because she cheated on you less than the previous one. Well, at least you didn't cheat on me with my brother. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. You shouldn't be with that person. Have some pride. Take some pride in yourself. You should not be satisfied with mediocrity, and that's what we're doing, okay? The Jets, yes, they're a young team. I get it. They're a young team. They're up and coming, blah, fucking blah, and I'm, I'm not even sticking to it. I'm, I'm going straight to fuck, right? Blah, fucking blah. The Jets, are, the Jets are a good young team. Well, they're a young team. I can't say they're a good team yet. They have a bunch of good players, but they're not doing what they need to do to win these games. They have given away... To some degree, they have given away four out of the last six games. Four out of six. We deserve better for ourselves. Not that, again, I'm stressing that I am not saying the Jets owe us anything. We don't deserve better from them. We deserve better than to accept mediocrity. And that's what we're doing. The Jets are mediocre. They've been mediocre for 40 years. They have flashes of extreme, terrible play and, and, and real, like, clown show shit. And then they have some small flashes of being a pretty good team, but they never get the job done even when they're good. It's all about shooting themselves in the foot and giving games away, losing winnable games. And next year at this time, I may be proven wrong, but at, but at the time I'm saying it, which is now, I am not wrong. The Jets have shot themselves in the foot four out of the last six games. Okay, let's talk a little bit about today. Let's just talk a little bit about today, right? Oh, this is the other thing, Peter, before I talk about today. The other thing, well, did you expect the Cavers go in and beat two great teams on the road? No. I expected them probably to lose both and at best get a split. That's not that's not the point. The point 
is not that the Jets lost the games and we should be happy that they were competitive. That's not the point. The point is, is they should have won or could have won both games. Okay, you can make a distinction and an argument for whether it was should or could. They should have won the Vikings game. They could have won the Bills game, right? So now back to the game. The Jets' defense came out great. They, they were great the entire first half. And then here, here is the turning point, okay? It's an early turning point, and, and there were later turning points as well. But the first turning point in this game was the C.J. Mosley jump off sides, right? Big deal. You know, I have people saying, well, I like them being aggressive on defense. Well, aggressive and, and smart are two different things. You can be, you know, you know, like, like, like people who are on drugs are aggressive. It doesn't make them good, you know, like like really awesome businessmen are aggressive and that is good the jets being aggressive on defense doesn't mean jumping off sides on fourth and a and a foot when the, the entire goddamn world knows they're trying to get you to jump they will take the free play a hundred times out of a hundred they're gonna try and make you jump there a hundred times out of a hundred right so even if they might have eventually snapped the ball you can't jump, you know, if it was just a jump, okay, fine. Mosley dove across the pile. They showed the replay. None of the Bills even flinched. So Mosley guessed. He guessed. This is, this is, and here's my big thing about Mosley in this situation, right? He's a Pro Bowl guy. He is a veteran. He's been in the league 122 years. All the fans want to talk about how young the Jets are and they're learning and they'll they'll turn these wins around. We've been saying that shit for 40 goddamn years. But this is Mosley. Mosley is a veteran. He's a team leader. He's been in the league so long, you can now consider him old making that mistake. So where where how does that argument about the Jets are young and learning even begin to hold water? Mosley guessed. He took a shot, dove across the line, and guessed, okay? You should not be guessing in that situation. I don't mind the aggressiveness. I don't mind whatever. Again, I don't mind the little jump because whatever they did, I do not like just diving across the line on a guess because if they don't snap the ball, you look like the idiot you were. And this is, this is again, a veteran, a Pro Bowl guy, a team leader on defense, this is this is this. I, I know friends of mine will argue with me that the Jets are not the only team that give games away and blow these things. But and and I agree. In, in my less emotional moments, I agree. Other teams are stupid like that too. But the Jets are unique. They are unique in giving away games that they should win and f having the wheels come off when you when you when you either don't expect it or or just didn't, never saw it coming. Right, same thing. Mosley. Same old jetted himself on that play, right? That that's just now. Now the reason this whole play, I'm I'm harping about this play is not just because Mosley made a stupid move. Yes, he did make a stupid move, and and he's he's a veteran and all of that stuff. But here's the thing: there's a minute left in the first half, a minute, right? Under a minute, whatever it was. It was fourth and almost. It was a yard, you know, give or take a yard, and the Bills. They either go for it and they make it and then, you know, then the Jets defense has been playing great or they don't make it and the Jets take over or the Bills more likely were just trying to get the Jets to punt. I mean, trying to get the Jets to jump off sides and then they would have punted. And then we would have gone into the half 0-0. Instead, what happened is the Jets give the Bills the first down and you could see the Bills come alive, right? The whole team starts jumping around and hugging each other. And this, this is something that pissed me off against the Eagles last year. The Eagles did the same thing. They caught us on, a, on an offsides on, on, a, on a fourth and short 
and then laughed at us. They laughed at us because they're like, ha, we got you guys with the oldest trick in the book. We basically, you know what the, you know what the Bills did to us and the Eagles did to us last year? They, they pointed at your shirt, and when you look down, they flick your nose, right? That's like the oldest thing in the world. Like, if you fall for that more than once, you're a fucking moron. The Jets, the, 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 the Bills came alive. They were laughing at us. They were high-fiving like, hey, man, good job. We got these idiots, right? And then what happens? A, a, a game that up to that point was was a, a true defensive battle, a true defensive battle. Like the, the, It was raining. It was cold. Nobody could really move the ball. They, you know, they, they, of course, they, you know, the, the Maloikia, they, they put up a stat that it was the first game since like 2016 to start with 10 punts, right? It was a punt fest. It was all about field position. It was all about about pinning the other team as deep as you can and then holding them. And that's what the Bills were about to do. So what did the Jets do? They jump off sides, give the Bills a first down, and suddenly the Bills come alive and drive right down the field. In, you know, I mean, like I said, there was well under a minute left. They drove down the field and scored a touchdown. And then they go into the half with a 7 nothing league lead, not league, lead, instead of being 0-0 going into the half where the Jets were getting the ball in the second half. So what did the Jets do in the second half? They go down, they score, they tie the game. So, of course, so instead of the Jets coming out and actually taking the lead there, they 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 now tied. And then, of course, you know, they they go back and give up another touchdown to the Bills. And then it was catch up from there on out. So that was a huge, huge turning point. And it's not the young guys learning and making mistakes. That was an old guy who guessed. You cannot guess in that situation. And you also you you, you cannot be wrong if you're gonna guess. You better, you know, you better. And of course, it's a 50-50 coin flip, right? You're either right or you're wrong. And he was wrong because it's the Jets and it's December. Turning point number two. Nobody has to has to talk about what turning point number two was. I know there was the Flacco fumble. That's not same old Jets. Although you know a bad quarterback fumbling could be same old Jets. That's that's just that's just whatever. The guy was cold. Came off the bench. He's not good. He's over the hill. He's a statue. To, defensive pressure was there all day you know and you could see that coming when he fumbled in the ball game i didn't even get upset i didn't even like bang the table i usually bang a table to the point where my wife's like i can't go out with you i'm like okay then stay home but i i didn't even bang the table i just shrugged i just shrugged you know most of this game was played either on on, on your own on your in, inside your own 20 or at midfield right because there wasn't a lot of of play on the other teams in the other team's red zone until the second half maybe but uh, the Flacco thing, I mean, it bothered me, of course. You don't want to see a turnover, but Flacco was was Flacco. Fourth quarter, Jets get back in the game. They're driving down. They're, you know, I, I, does anybody doubt that if the Jets would have, you know, if, if Michael Carter doesn't fumble the ball, the Jets probably would have scored a touchdown. They may have lost later. And, okay, I totally get it. They're a young team. They're not, they don't know how to win yet. They're playing good teams on the road. I get it. I can totally handle a legitimate loss where you just got outplayed or the other team did something, you know, and, and, and you, 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 I mean, a mental mistake is one thing. Stupidity is another, but I can handle a loss. I could handle if the Jets had gone down, scored, got the two point conversion and then fell short. I could handle that. I would not be happy. I'd probably bitch a little bit, but I, I could live with that. It's the fumble that gets me five and a half minutes left in the game. The team's driving down the field. They're suddenly ripping yards off out of nowhere and boom, you know, Michael Carter puts the ball on the ground and, and, and the Bills recover it. It's just like this, this, that, if you're old like me, and I always play this old card. And, and the funny thing is I'm in my early, you know, early to mid fifties, almost mid fifties. And I don't feel old, right? When you get to this age, you don't feel old, but I know that people in their twenties and thirties look at it as old, right? So I'm going to play the old guy card again. I've been following this team so many years and so many December games 
where things started to go their way and they grabbed the momentum only to have a costly turnover. And there it is again. I mean, I, I, I didn't predict exactly that, but I knew something was going to happen because it always does. So you can call me negative. You can call me paranoid. You can say I'm overreacting. But until these things stop happening, I'm right. I am right because it always happens. Only in America do you ridicule the person who's correct just because you don't agree with them, right? This always happens to the Jets. So Michael Carter fumbles, second big turning point. Somehow the Jets managed to get back in the game anyway, thanks to the defense. Right? They got down, and then I know one of my buddies was saying that the Jets should have um, they should have gone for it on fourth and one at the five with a minute left in the game, down down nine, uh, down uh, eleven. I mean, you know. Go for it there. You kick the field goal, give yourself a chance to win because if you don't make that first down, you're done. If you do make the first down, you run a bunch of time off the clock, even if you take a timeout, and then you still have to you still have to try and get in the end zone. There's no way you do it. So the Jets made the right decision there, gave themselves a chance. And I love the decision not to onside kick, but instead to kick it deep. And of course, you know, Mike White turns into a pumpkin on that drive. It's like, all right, maybe the guy's not a two-minute drill quarterback because that that drive, I don't know what was going on there. Four straight passes went nowhere. They didn't even complete one. They had a timeout. I mean, I don't know why the Jets sometimes forget they have a timeout. And the last week against the Vikings, they forgot that they could get a first down. I mean, there's just it's, it's I mean, the clock management and the game management, game situational awareness is just not great. That is stuff that I could see growing and learning. You learn your lesson, whatever. That's something that you say, all right, well, you know, we're learning. We'll get them next time, whatever. But these these mistakes, it just only happens to the Jets. And, and it doesn't only happen to the Jets in general. It only happens to the Jets in these types of spots where they can do something and they just basically take that gun, shoot themselves right in the foot. Now, let's get, talk about the one positive of the game, okay? Mike White, <laughs> that dude is tough, Mike White is tough as balls. I mean, he got this guy got hit directly in the ribs at least three times that I that I can count. And I went out of the game twice with it and came back in. And I mean, I mean, he is tough as shit. I mean, he got crushed. They were crushing him. Now, I guess we have our answer about whether the line's bad or or Zach's just waiting too long. I think a lot of the time the, the line is okay, but today it was not. Today it was not. This was this was not the quarterback's fault today. I mean, he he. I mean, give give the man credit. He hung in there. He threw the ball. He made a couple of nice plays, and then got jacked. I mean, he got crushed. And I think that's you know when you play a good team with a good pass rush, this is going to happen when you have a makeshift line like the Jets do. So all the props to Mike White. Now, with that said, I still do not consider Mike White this franchise quarterback. I am still not completely sold on him by any means. By any means as a long-term solution for the team, but he he makes some really nice throws a lot of the time. He can be very accurate at times, and you cannot question the kid's toughness. I mean, that was, that was today was brutal. I mean, they, they had to send him to the hospital after the game to make sure he didn't have internal injuries. Um, I have not heard about anything yet, so um, I, I, you know, hopefully he's okay. Uh, Sal has already stated that Mike White will be the starting quarterback next week if he's healthy, so um, that brings up the big question. Who's your backup? Because, I mean, Flacco, I mean, how bad is he? Flacco went in there on one play, fumbled the ball, <laughs> fumbled the ball away on the first play. I mean, come on. Come on, Joe. You know, it, it is what it is. So the Jets no longer control their own destiny. They went from having a nice game lead and literally controlling their own destiny. If they just took care of their business, they'd make the playoffs. Jets no longer control it. Now they need help. They need uh, Miami to beat the Chargers, much as it pains me to root for the Dolphins. I have to do it because the Jets, the, the, the division dream is gone. 
All right, so you can forget the division. It's out. They're three games behind Buffalo now with four to go. Uh, the division's done, so forget it. So the Jets' real shot at this is the seventh seed. And if Miami beats the Chargers and somehow, and here's here's where the Jets don't control their own de- control their own <laughs> control their own destiny. Somehow the Cardinals beat the Patriots tomorrow. The Jets will still be uh, in in that seventh spot. I think it's unlikely that the Cardinals beat the Patriots. And uh, you know the Chargers, as I as I'm doing this, uh, the Chargers are up um, 17 to seven with six minutes left in the third quarter. So it's looking like after tonight. The Jets will be in the uh, on, on in that proverbial um, in the hunt category, where they're not actually in a playoff spot, but only in the hunt. So the Jets, thanks to thanks to their generous nature, no longer control their own destiny. So um, let me see what I have here. It's time for me to get some of my notes because I just went off the cuff there just to talk about my frustrations. And I just want to reiterate, everybody, aim higher. Aim higher than at least. At least is garbage all right not at least no at least we want to be better than at least enough with this mediocrity acceptance um yep so here i am how many people talk about it being a young team how about you talk to me when the when the young guys are the ones making the mistakes because our young guys are historically good for the most part right it's the veterans that are making these dumb mistakes um so so here's here's i wouldn't say it's a negative it's just a concern about mike white right mike white I mean, can, can we say that, you know, we have some concern that he might be injury prone at this point? I mean, he he has not been able to last for very long. Now, granted, um, you know, the line was brutal today, and he's he's had some tough matchups when he's played. You know, Buffalo twice, Minnesota last week, but guy's always hurt. He goes out. He, he's, he was hurt last year. He's hurt this year. I get taking a beating can, can push you out, but, I mean, I'm just starting to have some concerns that Mike, that Mike White might be a little bit uh, a little bit injury prone there and the other concern i have about mike white is that um he doesn't he doesn't you know he's great on on throws up the middle um some throws i was like oh geez and, and it lays right in the receiver's hands and i'm like very nice uh, i don't think he's got enough arm strength i know he's got a good arm but i don't think he's got enough strength to push it in on some of the outside routes and that means the teams teams know he's going to go in the middle and that's that's a little bit a uh, pretty good chance here. I think that the Jets are going to lose out, right? We we I've talked on here a hundred times that the Jets have two games that they have to win. They're both home games, right? They they're against teams under five hundred. The Jaguars in two weeks and the Lions next week. And uh, the Lions crushed Minnesota today. I mean, I'm not crush crush, but they beat them pretty good. And the and the Jaguars did crush Tennessee. Two good teams beat by teams. The Jets are playing in the next couple of weeks. Jets have the Lions at home next week. Uh, I don't see that as a as a win anymore. I mean, I, I I was always concerned that that the Jets would do something in December and blow it, but there's no reason for the Jets to lose to the Lions, even even after today. But I think at this point, the Jets, especially with the quarterback situation, you just don't know. Lions are on fire. I think there's a pretty good chance the Jets lose out. Now, go ahead, call me negative. Call me, you know, like go ahead. You know, so, some of you guys will say, hey, "Go root for another team." Go fuck yourselves. I'm not going to root for another team. I've been rooting. For this team longer than some of you have been alive. You don't even freaking know what you're talking about. Um, Jets have a pretty decent shot at losing out here, but even if they don't lose out, playoffs are really, really going to be a tough one. Um, here, here's here's a complaint about the defense. They had a really good game. Okay, a very good game. 
I, I can't even say like in some previous weeks that they they had a stretch where things weren't good. I mean, they there was some big plays, whatever. But you can't go an entire game shutting down any team, much less you know unless it's the Jets. You can't go down shut down any team constantly, especially a team like Buffalo. But my big problem with the defense is they do not get turnovers. I've said this on here before too. They just do not get turnovers and you're not going to win football games unless you find a way to take the ball away from the other team occasionally now that that is not a reflection of the curse or the same old jets or anything like that that is just a young defense that that probably hasn't really fully matured yet or maybe just a little bit of bad luck these things kind of balance out in the long run but for whatever reason this defense just does not get turnovers and think about it right think think of the four games that they've lost in the last few weeks that were winnable, that they really should have won if they split. I'm just, I hate doing the if thing. Actually, I love doing it, but I hate doing it here because it hurts. Is, is if the Jets even split those four games. I mean, right now they're, they're nine and four, right? Nine, yeah, nine and four. That That's painful. Um, but think, think about all the things the Jets could have done differently on offense or or if the defense played a little better here or this or that or whatever, right? How big would it have been to get to get a big turnover in a big spot in some of these games? I mean, even even one or two of the games. I mean, it would have been nice to get a turnover somewhere. They just never did. They just just never get a turnover. They, now they've caused a bunch of fumbles. They just never seen them fall on them. Today there was none. Today it was it was bone dry as far as the turnovers go. So you uh, said okay. So and and then I guess I'll end this with uh, my final thought here. It's December. You know the time when the Jets do what you don't want them to do. And that and that brings it nice full circle for me to talk about the same old Jets things I always thing I always talk about. Right, the Jets in December for many many years, and even now lose in December when it counts, when it matters, when they have a shot, whether it's a division which is rare or a wild card which up until the last decade was pretty pretty you know fairly constantly the Jets were in the mix a lot of the time. They always find a way to to give games away in December, right? Or what they did in the Adam Gase era, they find a way to win some games incomprehensibly and kind of jerk your draft pick. Right? I think as much as people had said stupid things earlier in the season and even last year about Lawrence not getting off to a great start and Zach Wilson was just as good, I think everybody here, <laughs> if you're paying any attention at all and you're even fair, you'd much rather have Trevor Lawrence than Zach Wilson. I mean, the kid, he's he's better. He's you know the now Jacksonville. I don't watch their games enough, and they make some bad plays too. But they have blown out a couple of good teams this year. Blown them out. Scored forty on them. Right. That to me is the sign of a young team that's developing. And the losses are you know kind of reflections of of a team that just doesn't know how to do it yet. But they they could get dangerous in the next couple of years. Right. The Jets. You know, the Jets show some of the same signs. I just can't believe they're going to get there. It's hard for me to believe because for years and years, so many years, you say, all right, well, you know, we're learning how to win. It builds our character. We're going to flip these games around and win them next time. And it, it just never happens. It hasn't happened yet. And I'm hoping that, you know, this this year is a little bit of lightning in a bottle. Think about it. You got all these all these young kids up in their first year having great years. Who's to say that, that that continues? Who's to say that injuries don't bite them even harder? I mean, Quentin Williams went out today. What if Sauce Gardner gets hurt? You know, what if, you know, what if, what if, what if? So, you know, I just, you know, I, 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 I know I'm being superstitious. That I will admit to. I'm not being unreasonable. I'm not being overreactive. I am definitely being superstitious. But until this team proves me otherwise, it's pretty hard for me to 
to really take anything other than <laughs> other than the fact that the Jets will find a way to lose seriously because it just happens so many times, so many times in big games and small games. The Jets just find crazy ways to lose. I'm going to go. I will be back sometime this week, maybe with some review stuff with um, a couple of the guys, or uh, at the very worst, I'll be back with a preview of the Lions game. By the way, the, the Jets opened up as one-point favorites at home. One point favorite against a team under 500. So that goes to show you what the bookies currently think of the Jets. So, all right, be good. Rob the Darksider out. I'll talk to you soon.